Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Uh, focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hello and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly podcast about all things mental health. I'm Ellen and today we're recording remotely, this time from my flat because it's you know coronavirus is happening and it's very weird and scary and so we're doing some mini special episodes about anxiety depression and just the general fear and terror that's happening with a global pandemic happening today we're going to be talking to dr marina paglia of the international psychology clinic about anxiety in times of coronavirus why it's more common and why the physical symptoms of anxiety and panic attacks can make you think that you actually have coronavirus when you don't which then leads to more anxiety which then leads to worse symptoms and there's this horrible self-fulfilling cycle So Martina, thank you very much for being on the show today. I wanted to ask you about, have you noticed people coming to you thinking that they have coronavirus when actually they're experiencing mental health symptoms? So we have had quite a lot of requests lately about um, people experiencing panic attacks and anxiety, um, thinking that either they got the virus or they will very likely catch the virus and die or, you know, their families and loved ones may catch the virus and fall ill. So, yes, we have noticed an increase in terms of people experiencing um, catastrophizing thinking that leads to experiencing panic attacks in relation to the coronavirus. And some of them have, considering that the symptoms they are experiencing due to anxiety, um, may be related to the um, COVID-19 coronavirus. Well, because obviously coronavirus, one of the main symptoms is kind of a high temperature and shortness of breath, which to me sounds exactly like a panic attack as well. What are the physical symptoms of a panic attack and anxiety that you can tell us about? Sure. 
this is correct, first of all. A panic attack, I'd say, can be defined as the experience of intense fear um, with physical sensations such as tingling, numbness, sweating, nausea, fainting, hyperventilation, palpitations, shaking, and it's usually um, also accompanied by the overwhelming thought that uh, one will die. And so all of that somehow overlap with coronavirus symptoms because uh, we are aware that people, when getting coronavirus in a serious way, they have a temperature, high temperature. Uh, so the sweating, the feeling hot that usually comes with having a panic attack can be mistaken for high temperature, as well as the shortness of breath can be mistaken with having issues with the breathing that usually you know comes with the coronavirus. So there is quite an overlap, I'd say, in terms of um, physical sensations that come with a panic attacks. I think a lot of people assume that anxiety and panic attacks are just a mental issue and they don't kind of realise how physical it actually is. Like you're saying, there's kind of a racing heartbeat. You can feel faint. You're sweating. Your temperature's high. You can be shaking. You can feel like you're choking. There's so much physical stuff around that. What if someone is experiencing kind of their first panic attack? What should they do in that situation? What's the first port of call of how they should handle it? A lot of the times people have unhelpful cognitions about um, panic attacks. Uh, for example, they may misinterpret, as you say, bodily sensations uh, as a signal of something catastrophic, such as having got the virus. Um, and so um, it's quite important to use grounding techniques as well as relaxation techniques such as breathing techniques or mindfulness. And those techniques help people calm themselves quickly. And of course, you know, if you do use such techniques and those symptoms go away, um, then it's more likely that they were due to a panic attack rather than the coronavirus itself. Why is it that anxiety produces such physical symptoms? Why does that happen? Well, it happens because um, our mind is not able to discriminate between real danger and the danger that we create in our mind with our thoughts. And so the physical response is the same um, as if there was a tiger in the room, let's say, when we think something catastrophic about um you know, potential outcome of a situation. And so adrenaline goes up and that creates um, a lot of the physical sensations that um, I mentioned earlier. Um, so that's why it's a biological response. And it's because, you know, the body is preparing itself to run away very quickly as if there was tiger in the room, but there is nothing that you need to escape from because all these thoughts are actually in your mind, if it makes sense. I think it's difficult at the moment as well, because while the danger might be in your mind, there is also, you know, a real danger going on. There is a pandemic. How do you handle kind of acknowledging that some parts are in your mind, but there is a really scary situation happening as well? Absolutely. I think that the current situation um, 
is for most of us, I'd say, something that we have never encountered before. So there is quite a lot of uncertainty around what's going to happen, how long, for instance, we will be in self-isolation for people who have a tendency to uh, catastrophizing will certainly experience uh, more catastrophic thoughts now because there is an actual danger out there. So it's quite important to um, recognize that um, there is nothing that you can control in this situation, unfortunately, and to mm -hmm. accept that you can just manage what you can do right now is, you know, maintain a routine and maintain a structure to your days, exercise. You know, we can still go out um, in the UK for um, exercising once a day. And I, I, I encourage people to use that, even those who do not exercise regularly. I think that uh, being fit um, and well, it's um, very important, especially at this time, because our mental health is very much in sync with our physical health. And so if we keep active, if we keep healthy, if we um, keep a routine, a structure, a meaning as well to our days, it is more likely that we will be able to manage this situation. And I think that acceptance is key to actually being able to uh, cope with whatever, you know, is going on for us this time. And I'd say also that acceptance can really help people to take a more mindful stance about what they can actually do about it. When you say that it's important to add kind of meaning to your routine and meaning to what you're doing, what do you mean and how can we do that? I mean that it's quite important to use the time we have in a way that is proactive. So when I say meaningful, I mean... I'm sure you know that for all of us, there are things that we wanted to do, that we always wanted to do, but we never got actually the time to invest in starting. Um, and so, you know, we can think about what, what are the things that, you know, I'd like to improve about myself. Is there anything new, for instance, that I uh, always wanted to learn, like, you know, a new language, for instance, or uh, playing an instrument like, you know, the guitar or piano? that I've never, you know, took the chance to, to learn so far. And so, you know, it's very important to actually add meaning and value and structure as well and keep a routine at our days because that leads to a much more positive outcome in terms of um, managing our mood levels. Do you think that can help to reduce anxiety? Absolutely, yeah. I think that, you know, if we keep ourselves busy and if we can distract ourselves with activities that are meaningful, pleasurable, and that give us a sense of fulfillment, that can really help people cope with anxiety. If someone is having a panic attack and they're starting to worry, okay, I'm actually dying, I'm actually really sick, how can they kind of tell what are those signs that would be actually this is a panic attack and not something more serious going on? As I said earlier, um, I encourage people to use grounding techniques. Very good grounding technique um, um, is to uh, take a moment and notice what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell, um, what you can taste. And so, you know, if you take a moment and you practice grounding strategies, also known as attention training, 
those strategies will likely reduce your anxiety in the here and now. If you use uh, the three-part deep breathing technique, that's um, a very uh, useful breathing strategy as well, um, that reduces adrenaline right away. And so you'll be able to actually ground yourself in the here and now, because a lot of the time when people worry, their mind fluctuates between uh, the past and the future. And people are very um, find very hard uh, at this time to ground themselves in the here and now, in the present moment. So if you're able, using one of the strategies that I mentioned, um, to ground yourself in the here and now, you'll be able to reduce the adrenaline levels in your um, body and therefore uh, all the physical sensations that usually come with a panic attack um, will um, decrease and go away and fade away. And I guess that's how you can tell if it's not coronavirus because if they disappear exactly. with grounding, it must be exactly. a mental thing. That Absolutely. Makes is there anything else that we need to be kind of aware of with anxiety and stress levels around currently, you know, obviously we're in the UK, we're in a lockdown. Are we more likely to experience anxiety as a, as a result of that? I think there are a few things that uh, people can do to manage anxiety. One thing that I think is very crucial, is very vital, is to limit media intake. Mm-hmm. Um, because, of course, you know, staying home all day and experiencing the adversity caused by the coronavirus via the news, uh, uh, you know, we all have phones and social media and we are all connected 24-7, that can really increase your fear. And so reading lots of news about the coronavirus will we, we only really make our anxiety spiral out of control Um, and there is also quite a lot of misinformation and things that we don't know about this virus Uh, Mm -hmm. and so it's very important that we limit the time we spend watching such news only get time to time updates from uh, trusted sources trusted websites such as the nhs or the government for for example another important thing that i think is very crucial to mention is that i believe that staying connected especially because now we are in uh, self-isolation and so we can't leave our house we can't meet with our loved ones uh, family relatives um friends so you know, we are able to use social media in a way that is meaningful to help us stay connected. We can chat, we can video call our families, we can video call friends. Um, and that can, you know, if used in the right way, I think that social media can prove to be a great tool that can help us go through this pandemic, really. So, yeah, I think it's important to use this isolation period to acknowledge um, our families and increase increase our bonds with them uh, rather than um, isolating ourselves, you know, uh, emotionally from others, uh, which can lead to um, issues in relation to managing our mood levels, you know, not just anxiety, but I'm also quite mindful that a lot of people may be at risk of developing depression and low mood as a result of self-isolation because, We know as a fact that um, what we do has a direct impact on how we feel. And so if our activity levels are low, 
it is more likely than not that we will feel frustrated, irritable and low mood. So one of the things Dr. Martina mentioned is grounding techniques, which is something really helpful to try if you're experiencing high levels of anxiety or you're having a panic attack. And basically it's all about bringing yourself back to the present moment, uh, reminding yourself that you're in your body, things are not as bad as your brain is telling you that they are, and just bringing you back to the present moment. So one of the easiest ones to remember is the 54321 technique. What you do is you list five things that you can see, four things that you can feel, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. Go through it slowly, try to slow your breathing down while you're doing it, and just take in your surroundings. By the time you get to the thing that you can taste, you'll find yourself feeling a lot calmer. Thanks very much to Dr. Marina Pagley for chatting to us today and to all of you for listening. If you've been affected by any of the issues we've discussed today, please contact the Samaritans by calling 116-123 or go to the website at samaritans.org. Give us a follow on Twitter, we're at MentallyYRS and on Facebook we have a group called Mentally Yours. Thanks very much to Juliet Nichols for producing, to Lucy Baker for our jingles and to everyone for listening in. Chat to you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.